Honey, look at this. Yes, that familiar theme music warns you that it's time once again for the Spud Goodman Radio Show with Chick Hunter. 60 minutes of audio on the internet. And now, to start things off, here is the studio orchestra of the Spud Goodman Show, Accordion Joe. Here comes the Spud Man. From the bowels of NWCZ Studio, ladies and gentlemen, let's get Ready, Trumbo! Here he is, the head cheese meister of the world. Why, Web? It's Spud Goodman! Greetings. I am Spud Goodman, and I am an addict. Welcome to my show. With me, as always, is my longtime co host, Mr. Chick Hunter. You know, when I was little, I never really thought there was any chance I would grow up and be one. An addict, that is. You know, I always knew I would one day be in show business for sure. I just didn't know exactly what I was going to be. You know, I, I knew one way or another I would end up in the business or some part of it. I guess this is some part of it, isn't it? Well, Spud, sort of. you may be an addict, but there are support groups, and you can learn to kick it. I had an uncle that had a problem with peanut butter. He, he would eat it right out of the jar all day long. He'd go through maybe really? eight or nine big Costco-sized jars. It's my mom's brother, and she made him get some help, and today he's doing pretty well. Well, at least my habit isn't fattening. You know how much I want to avoid going up one more size in my okay. jeans? Because that's going to be tough for my ego to handle as, I, as I'm as i gracefully aging. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. But this thing is way more insidious than a, than a food addiction. The internet is a cesspool of unlimited depth. And I wish Al Gore was never born. You don't mean that. Spud. I do. He's at least a good for, man. At least right now I feel this you way. You voted for him in 2000. I did. I, I think you have to take responsibility for your own situation here before you'll ever beat it. Blaming others just does no good. Well, I know I've been wasting maybe 80 to 90 hours a week reading my Facebook friends' news feeds over the last few months. I can't stop once I start. So, okay, beginning tomorrow... I'm going cold turkey, and I mean it this time. Well, you really think you can do it this time? Yes, I do. I don't want to sound negative here, but how many times have you said this? You know, more than the fingers on both my hands, that you're going I'm to just stop reading all those, posts, you're, all those posts on cute cats? Yes. Those new video posts that some people put up three or four times a day? Yeah. And, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The posts about our radio show, you read those over and over and over and over. I know you said you're going to burn in hell for spamming everyone with those. Well, I know, but our executive producer, uh, Lori Madsen, will be first in line on that one. Under the bus. I myself hate to post on, you know, Facebook myself, and you know that. Mm-hmm. But it's the freaking news feeds that just got me. It's I'm mainlining on it right now. I, I, I realize Facebook is kind of taken over, and I, I'm aware of it. At least I'm not in denial on that anymore. I was yeah. for a long time. Um, and I'm not too proud to admit that Mark Zuckerberg's creation has gotten the best of me. The thing that is really frustrating is I hate Facebook. It's a disgusting app that has co-opted mine and the souls of a lot of other people I love. So, all together, I'm just trying to tell you, I mean it this time. I pledge before God and uh-huh. the four or five people listening uh-huh. and are not on Facebook right now uh-huh. that I'm going to turn over a new leaf. Mm. That's it. This thing has sucked me dry and it's over. I believe you, Spud. If there's anything I can do to help, 
Well, I am here for you. Do you want me to have your cable service turned off yeah. so your modem doesn't yeah, work? Yeah, yeah. There's like seven or eight Wi-Fi networks available in my neighborhood alone, and I could drive a couple blocks and get more. I know all their passwords. Have you run this by Lori yet? I mean, as executive producer, she could order you to stop using Facebook, but I think she said online networking was part of our ne job description yeah, these days. Yeah, I know she says that. Yeah, well, remember when you went to work and all you had to do was worry about was not losing your beeper. <laughs> I've never owned a beeper. Now I have so many logon IDs, I'm thinking of maybe hiring some part-time intern to just handle them. Maybe a college student or something. Okay, I've pledged to turn my back on Facebook, so if you see me breaking my pledge by peeking at my phone here, you know, to see, I don't know, if there's anything, like, really cool going on on news feeds, uh, uh -huh. just right. kick me in the nuts sure. if I slip. Yeah, really? You're serious? Wow. Well, just remember, I'm not jackass tough, so All make right. sure you take your shoes off first. Yeah, Should I have I a fairly low threshold of pain, and we're we're both aware of this. All right, mm -hmm. I think this just the threat of that's going to keep me in line here. So let's get the show started right now. Let's let's cue up a song by the Gits. This is from a ways back. Here's a live version of Twisting and Breathing. Yeah. Uh, 
Hey, what's up? This is Adam Sandler, and uh, you're listening to a guy that uh, my grandma has a crush on. Uh, she's got really bad gas. We call her Tootie. Anyways, uh, keep it right here. Spud Goodman and Scooby-Doo to you. Yeah, Sepe. Okay, Spud, 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 this is a busy phone light night here. We've got another call. Super. Hey, please welcome Mr. Jim O'Hare, I hope. Are you there, Jim? I'm here, guys. How are you? Super. Uh, now you're w- you're with the uh, long-running NBC sitcom Parks and Recreation, which uh, Chick and I are big fans of, correct? Major. Yes, You know, I, I say that sometimes, and some people sense that I'm not sincere. Well, let me tell you, I'm sincere on this one. Um, and it's now in its sixth season, currently airing on Thursday nights at 8.30 p.m., 7.30 Central Time on NBC. Is that correct? That is correct. Yeah, we're just, uh, we just literally wrapped the last episode of season six. Super. All right. Um, okay. So as as fans of the show, which we are, um, we're aware, I don't know if the rest of America is aware, that uh, Jerry Gergich, uh, you know, he gets abused by everyone in the cast. Everybody's aware of that. And they demean him horribly. But the backstory to Jerry, which uh, some of us find fascinating, is he has a hot wife and a reputation for having a massive penis. Is that accurate? That is absolutely accurate. The way that this came to be was one of the writers happened to be standing next to me at the urinal. And oh. this is where the first line came from. Yeah, sure. That's the story I'm going with. Absolutely. I'd stick with that one. Absolutely. Okay, all right. I'm going to um, use that one. But the writers, their idea was the way to make it be okay is that Jerry goes home to this amazing home life. He's got this gorgeous wife who's played by Christy Brinkley. He's got these three gorgeous daughters. Yes. And they think the world of him. I mean, literally... The world, you know, revolves around their dad and husband, and it just so happens he's uh, got a big old penis. There you go. Hey, okay. Um, hey, do you feel public servants around the country identify with the characters in the city of Pawnee? Uh, I have an uncle who worked for uh, like 30 years for the state, and things seem pretty realistic. Yeah, we get that all the time. We get messages, we get emails, we get, uh, you know, even handwritten messages from people who work in parks departments or just in government in general. And they're like, you nailed it, you nailed it. Especially when we have uh, episodes where there's the big, you know, community meetings where the townspeople come in. Yes. So, because every town's got their crazos, you know, who think that their ideas are the best, who are, you know, their most important thing is, you know, picking up the dog poop in front of their own house. Anyway, so constantly get feedback from those people saying, oh, you guys, this is exactly what we deal with all the time. Um, Jim, you got your start in radio, is that correct? Uh, I'd say, uh, you know, that's accurate, correct? Yeah, I did. A, um, I went to Loyola University for college after high school. Mm-hmm. And nothing was picking a bell for me. I, I, I think I went in for business. Uh, to be honest, I, I, I'm, I'm, it just nothing worked. And then, I think it was my mom actually said, you know, because I was always a pretty outgoing kid. And she said, this is this broadcasting school, and, you know, would that be something you'd be interested in? It did ring a bell, so I went and I did, a, I, think a, I think I was there for like a year, and by the time you leave, you get a demo reel. And you just send it all over the country, and it turns out, one state over in Indiana, a little town called Rensselaer, they called. They said, we love your reel, would you come work for us? I mean, and that was literally my interview. <laughs> it was just the reel. Next thing you know, I'm working 60 hours a week making $120. It was crazy, ridiculous, but a really amazing learning experience. I really learned a lot. Um, the manager was a, a, an absolute lunatic. There was screaming. There were holes in the wall. But I just kept thinking, well, this is this is the dues that I hear about, uh, so I'm going to pay him. But my format was 
you know, pig reports. Oh. And uh, people, if they won a prize, it would be a six-pack of Pepsi. So it was just in this little town. So it, it was not the kind of radio career I would have dreamt of. But, you know, when you're starting out, you got to do what you got to do. Absolutely. Maybe we need to start giving well, away Well, you Pepsi. know, yeah. Well, Chick and I got our start in cable TV and, and, and have now kind of been put out to pasture in radio. So I think your career path is it was a much brighter way to go. Write that oh, down, Chick. I don't think we passed well, it on the way. Say, say this, you know, cable to radio. I don't know that that's a down. That's not a downgrade. Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. Hey. That was nice. Oh, that's <laughs> my step. All right. Um, hey, your character also is uh, the first name maybe in the history of television uh, to actually have the name change in the middle of the run because cast members refuse to call you Jerry. Uh, and at this point, I guess they refer to you as Larry. Is no, that Gary? Or Ga- what, Gary? What, what are they calling Barry. you now? Well, initially it was Jerry, but then we found out that my actual name was Gary because I was uh, the first day when I worked there 30 years ago. The manager called me Jerry accidentally, and I was too embarrassed to correct because that's who Jerry is. And he's so a boss. So my real name is Gary. Then I was called Jerry, and then I went into retirement, but they had me come back to help. And when I came back, the character played by um, Arby Plaza, April, was so upset that she said, well, I'm calling him Larry. So now it's Larry. So I've had three names. It's never been done on a, uh, on a television show before as far as we know. Uh, yeah, I, yeah uh, and it works. Yeah, um, <laughs> it does work. And let me just say this without giving anything away: don't get too comfortable with Larry. Oh, I had a feeling. All right, all right. Um, hey, uh, do you or any of the cast members on Parks and Recreation have a tough time kicking the habit of social media? Because I myself, uh, my family's been talking about intervention and stuff. Because I'm having a hard time staying off the news feed of Facebook. Maybe does Aziz Ansari? Does is he? He strikes me as could be like a Twitter freak. Do any of you guys have problems with this? He- yeah, the Twitter freaks are definitely Aziz and Retta, who plays um, Donna. But, you know, Amy does none of it. Amy doesn't tweet. She doesn't do Facebook. She does no social media at all. She just, it's just not her thing. She's just like, no, no, people just write mean things. I don't need to hear it. So, but I'm, I'm kind of in the middle. I tweet, um, I think I have, I don't know, maybe around 70,000 followers now. Wow. I, I'm not great at it. Uh, every once in a while, I, I come up with something clever, and I'll tweet that. Uh, and I try. What's kind of nutty about me is I do try to reply to every tweet that someone responds to. Ow. And that can get really time-consuming. And then I feel guilty. And, it, it, yeah, it's, it's all in my own head, but it's what I do. But I do Facebook. But, yeah, I would say that the biggest uh, the biggest social media people are definitely Aziz Ansari and Retta. Um, not so much... Um, Aubrey does a little, not a whole lot. Um, yeah, Aziz, Aziz is definitely number one, and Brett is number two. All right, okay. No hey, surprise. Um, what's the food like on the set of Parks and Recreation? With the star power of your cast, I'm betting Craft Services puts out like surf and turf at least like for lunch once a week. What are we talking about? Well, you know, it's a guy who only eats salad. I only eat kale all day. So for me, that's all that I want. Okay. Um, of course, I'm joking. Yes. Uh, yeah, the food is amazing. Okay. The uh, every day, Told you. well, not every day, most days, we also get a surprise, which means a truck from In and Out Burger might show oh, up, a truck oh. from Shaved Ice Hawaiian might show uh, up, a donut truck might show up. I mean, uh, we're, we're pretty spoiled. We're really, really spoiled. The craft services is awesome. Um, yeah, it's. 
the thing about parks and you know people have been said this for years about different shows it's like kind of like a family or whatever but at parks it really is uh, everybody just kind of adores each other and the joke with among actors is by season five actors only talk to attorneys because right the egos and all this other crap there's none of that on our show I mean even the day that we wrap this season was on a Friday and that night we all went to Aziz's for a party I mean it's like we don't want it to end so we're really blessed really really blessed and yeah the food's awesome see uh, Chick we don't have to be this dysfunctional as we are in our, around our, our set and every, our, you know, the studio. And, well, I thought Funyuns would be home. a good thing to bring yeah, in. Yeah, anyway. No, I'm talking about, they, they oh, all get along. They, they, they like each other. That's, that's what the man's saying. And what's been your most memorable moment to this point on Parks and Recreation? That's a uh, trite you know, question. My most memorable moments aren't even uh, on-air moments. That have been my favorite moments are... Um, which I can't reveal too much, but like, for an example, we the, the season finale that we just shot, there's behind-the-scenes stuff with all of us hanging out together that I literally say to myself while it's happening, you have got to remember these moments because there's just a lot of love amongst us and um, you're working with people who, you know, you've admired for many years and now, and not just including the cast, but guest stars and directors who you've admired. And I just, it's those moments that really mean the most to me. As far as on the air, um, one of my favorite moments was season two. I got to fall into a creek for a burrito, a breakfast burrito. Mm -hmm. And I remember. Parks, let's do your own stunts if you want. And I love when they let me do stuff like that. Nice. I go after a burrito too. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, Jim, <laughs> I just want to tell you, we really, really want to thank you because I'm no BS. We are we are major fans of the show, and and uh, I, you know, I, I hate to say I like to watch them kick you around, and you know, but it, it, it's funny. He's it's a lucky funny. guy. I mean, the, anyway, that so. show, the ensemble, everything. Just All right. So much. the show again airs Thursday nights at 8:30 p.m., 7:30 Central on NBC, and so and then we, you've let it out of the bag. There will be season seven, correct? There will be season seven. Uh, the official announcement is coming in May, but the uh, head of the network, for some reason that made us very happy, announced it in January. So, yeah, we're, uh, and we've even, our ending of this season leads us into the next season. Like you, okay. if they didn't give us another season, it would really be mean because <laughs> we've, uh, the way it's been shot, it leads into the next season like we need another season to continue alright very cool yeah alright Jim well I just want to tell you thank you very much and uh, you take it easy alright it was my pleasure guys call uh, anytime thank you for a genuine musical treat tune in to the, the Spud Goodman, Goodman Show. Show radio's famous program that takes you on a magic carpet of melody to a world of beauty alright is musical guest Interview time. It is. It's that moment. Interview. Right. Interview. Please first. welcome Stephanie Ann Johnson and her band Smiling Jack tonight. That's the band that's with her. Stephanie, let's do this. Are you ready? Word. All right. Here we go. Besides NBC's Better Food in the Green Room, uh, like we offer that complimentary package of Fig Newtons over there that you guys, uh, I guess you killed it. But, but their whole week Fig Newtons. Uh, better makeup and hair people, I know, because we have that like self-serve handheld mirror over there Weird. and that one can of Aquanet that I think there's something left in it. <laughs> I mean, they had better dressing rooms because we suggest you use your car. Right. Um, and a better audience for sure because we have like two interns that are prepared to give a little bit of applause and maybe a, a maybe a tepid woohoo. I don't know that yet. But And lastly, uh, I'm sure they have much more flattering lighting. We have two 70-watt bulbs. So how does our Spud Goodman radio show so far stack up to the amenities at The Voice? 
Um, it's pretty rad in here. There's some some pretty bitchin' calendars, uh, and okay. definitely some some posters in here that I think are really rad, like that Pearl Jam one, and the Stevie Ray Vaughan one, the Rush one. Right. I mean, that's that's pretty good. I mean, you know, uh, we may be low budget, but we're cheap too. So let me just ask you this: <laughs> On the Voice, you started working with CeeLo Green. Is that correct? I started working with Christina Aguilera. Oh, my, oh, my, my bad. And then that bitch threw me from the train, and I wound up working with CeeLo Green. And then that bitch threw me from the train, and I wound up back with Christina Aguilera. And then America threw me from the train. So basically, oh, I've bitch. been, I've been, I've been thrown from the train about three times now. Man, but, I got this all mixed up. But I, 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 I kind of had the names, but I didn't have the order right but i don't understand the arcane rules of the voice league could you explain what happens uh in this journey how how can you get tossed around like that well you know they call it a steal you know so so like you know haha you're not my favorite but another uh, uh coach might might see something and want to work with you so so that can you that fire them me um uh no no, no, no. I don't think that I could fire CeeLo Green. Okay. All he's, right. he's adorable. All right. Yeah, he's he's a pretty chocolate cool guy. nugget. All right. Hey, when you had to sit and wait for your episodes to air, did they just make you like pinky swear to not discuss anything? Or did they like go all hardcore and threaten to go Mexican, Mexican cartel on you and everyone you know and love if you snitch to the local papers? I'm just curious. Uh, I, you know, uh, I, have, I have no comment uh, except to say that. Emphatically, it is the latter. Yes, they they will kill your family. That's off the all record, total though. Mexican yes. cartel, huh? Yeah. All right, super. Oh, you heard it here. F- it right. won't go any farther. No, than it won't. It's off the record. Um, couple of radio. So I got this is a question houses. that a lot of people would want to ask. What is the tougher league, American Idol or The Voice? Because uh, I think you made the right call because you didn't have to deal with Seacrest every week. You well, know? you know Seacrest is short and his teeth are so perfect. But the other thing is, you know, on The Voice, they do have more viewers on The Voice. And yep. uh, for the start of the voice, like they don't look at you. They, I mean, they want to go strictly on on merit from the beginning. And I think that's pretty rad. I prefer music like that because I mean, I don't care. I mean, if a bitch is three hundred fifty-seven pounds, it doesn't matter if the song sounds good. Let's roll with it. You're kidding me. You're, you're telling me that the talent, vocal talent, should should win, should win out. That's what you're saying. I think so. Wow, I mean, what a concept. That's my humble opinion. That's, that's, that's crazy that's, talk. As a working musician. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, what are your long-term career goals at this point, Stephanie? You know, I you know, just like everybody else, I guess I want to play a bunch of house concerts and, and you know be on Broadway. Why the hell not? Super. All right. Um, well, could you introduce the band members with you tonight? Oh my gosh. Okay, so I have Steve. Steve's on guitar. Say hello, Steve. Hello, Steve. Woo! Yeah, I have John is playing the bass. What's up, dude? Yo. Uh, and then we've got Craig playing the keys. Hey. Mm-mm. And uh, Dan is is hitting the drums. Howdy. Well, what's the f- name of the first song you're going to do? Uh, this this tune is the title track off of my album. And just in case you cannot pronounce it, uh, it is called Holler at Your Girl. Uh, you know, which is like, you know, get at me. Holler at your girl. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's do it. Tell you. Yeah. <laughs> One, two,
is a Spud Goodman Show. Did I ever tell you about that? The Spud Goodman Radio Show with Chick Hunter will return in just a moment. Once again, here are your hosts, Spud Goodman and Chick Hunter. On one, on one, what? She's on the phone right now? Right? Oh, for my sake, Spud, please take the call, okay? You never pick up when she calls, but I just can't not answer the phone. My parents taught me to not be rude and try and answer within three, four rings. She is our producer, Spud. Okay, fine. Just put her through then. Miss Madsen, are you there? How are you doing tonight? Well... I was fine until I turned into your program tonight. Did you two even read the email I sent out to you yesterday? I gave you a list of things to promote tonight, and I haven't heard any of it. This is not acceptable, guys. I I gave the list to Spud. I mean, my my hands are clean. Spud, you were supposed to make those announcements by now. I'll get to them later, okay? okay. Later. Okay. Well, you say that every week, and you never get back to it. Okay, listen, you morons. We have business relationships pending with these promotions. Have you plugged KNT, CMG Radio, and Fort Myers Radio tonight either? They're expecting an on-air mention. Look, just do your I job. I said Jesus I would get Christ. to it when I had the time. Right now, I'm very busy. Miss Madsen, I think he's in that passive-aggressive mode again. Would you, you like? Think? Would you like me to make the announcements? Um. You hesitated. Well. Okay, no offense, Chick, but the clients, for some reason, insist on your mentally challenged partner there to handle these... As they should. You know, co-hosts have a role, but... Okay, tell those dudes that I'll get to it next week for sure. I'm serious, for sure. I gotta go now. I gotta go now. What? On one. You're, You're kidding me, right? You refuse to make the promotional announcements. I promise to these people. All right, Spud, I've had it. Help. I can assure you, help, I will take. I, I don't even want to open up her emails in the morning now, Spud. Okay, well, right now we're gonna play my clip of the week. Yes, this one celebrates our great national tradition of spring break, which is going on right now, by the way, Woo-hoo. for the best and the brightest of our current generation of college students. The future of this great country looks to be in fine hands. So roll this, please. I'm from America, USA. We're back-to-back World War champs, undisputed World War champions, undisputed. Well, what's your favorite thing about America? You get to do whatever you want, whenever you want. What's the best thing about America? The men. Southern Bells, man. You know what Southern Bell is? Southern Bell, yeah. It's a singing ring, like, you know, on ships. There's, no, 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 no. Southern Bells are females. No, they're females. Oh, females. Females from the South. Finest women, your classiest women, are from the South. Favorite thing about America? Babes and beers. What's what's your favorite thing about America? Shaking my ass. USA! 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 Favorite thing about America? Confederate States of America. Federal States of a fucking America. 1861 to 1865. 
What do you hate? I hate penis. They're ugly. Like vaginas are cute and they're kind of like a surprise if you open up your legs, but it could be cute or be kind of gross. Penis is just like there, you know? It's gross. I don't want that to be inside of me. It's disgusting. The thing about America. Freedom. <laughs> What's your favorite thing about America? <laughs> Being American because we're smart. We invented dipping tobacco and beer and sex. And because you're smart? Ugh. And because America is smart. What's the best thing about America? Um, freedom. Freedom. We're fucking free. I hate penis. I'm not lie. It's so gross. I'm a cute vagina. If I shave and wash every single day, then you should. Okay, so far so good. Have not looked at my phone or opened my laptop over there. Uh, I won't lie, I was a little tempted to do so when the band was playing, but, you know, when Nevin, our intern, slapped me, not hard, you know, it's kind of a medium slap. It got me back on track. Thank you, you Nevin. You mean you don't even wonder what your Facebook friends are up to right now? No, I didn't. Wow, that, that is progress, I didn't bud. say that. I mean, I am still human. Uh-huh. Sure, I wonder, you know, who went to their kids' play or recital or who made, you know, some kind of weird pie from scratch. And, and the pets, the pets. You know, you know, I'm kind of into watching those yeah. videos over and over when they mm. play with like yarn or chase their tails. Yeah, yeah. Do you want me to monitor your news feed and I can give you a rough description of what's going on? That way you can stay up to date and still not officially relapse. Oh, uh, yeah. Here. Um, take my phone. Okay. okay let, you Facebook's have to let go. already you up. Have to let go. Facebook's okay, okay, already up. Just open them. That, that, this isn't my first rodeo spot. I too have issues with Facebook. Nothing like you, of course, but I am not too proud to mention that I've had some trouble with Candy Crush. Yeah, sometimes it has consumed me where I detach from reality for a while. Duh. I think I have it under control with the help of my therapist, though. Well, you can just let me know if anything big happens. Just keep your eyes peeled uh, on it. You know, not don't disrupt the show, but just just let me know, okay? Well, Otherwise, I, I, just keep it. If it's not big and important, just keep it to yourself. Okay, I really like your phone. It's like way better than the jitterbug my parents got me for Christmas. It used to be my grandma's, and they got her a new one, so I got her old one yeah. years ago. I keep hinting that now would be a good time to upgrade, but they pretend they don't hear me. Yeah, probably have seen me keep it out of sight when I'm in public. It's pretty embarrassing. <laughs> You know, phone envy is something that is pervasive in our society. Man. And I wish I could say it just doesn't matter what kind of phone you have, but we both know better. I would just keep yours in your pocket unless there's an emergency or something. Oh, Spy, um, geez, this is pretty neat. What? Wow. What? Something I kind of find interesting? Uh, is it, no, is, no, no. Did someone post a No, 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 no Spud, Spud, you know this is something that you have to get a handle on just because someone just put up a picture that is totally What? What are they doing? <laughs> just, just give me the basics. Can you just no, tell, no, no. give me just a little bit of it? Is this from somebody I know well or just a friend of a friend of a friend? I, I think you know this person pretty well. Oh, wait, wait, wait. You just got a notification from someone who wants to play Candy Crush. Hmm. Do you mind? Yeah, I guess. Keep you out of my hair. I need to get back to the show anyway. Have okay. fun. Thanks, thanks. I can still do my job on the show when I play. I've become pretty good at multitasking lately. Oh, you just got a message from someone who wants to sell you some life insurance. That dude again? Hey, you can keep those posts to yourself, okay? All right. All right. I got to get back to business here. Okay. <laughs> excuse me. Uh, uh, excuse me. This is kind of serious business right now. I need to introduce uh, an interview I did back uh, a while back, a few months ago, uh, with the now late uh, Dave Brocky. 
a.k.a. Odorus Urungus, who passed away uh, recently, specifically on March 23rd. Uh, we also met up with him uh, a little later after this interview at his concert in Seattle with our video crew as he made time for us right before he went on stage. Uh, David uh, Brocky was a true original, and uh, here's our interview. All right, I'm now speaking with Odorus Urungus of the world-famous rock group Guar. A warm hello to you and yours. Hello there, Spuds, and whoever is hearing the sound of my voice right now. Yeah, well, my millions of listeners, actually. Hey, you guys, as a band, have been around for like 28 years, but you've walked the Earth for centuries after thawing out in the Antarctic region. Is this correct? Well, you got the timeline a little screwed. Okay. Yeah, we walked around. We created the human race by having sex with animals. Okay. Yeah, apparently, that was a big mistake. Because the master froze us for billions of years, then we woke up again okay. 28 years ago. All right, so I stand. That's, that's the correct. You're all, right. all everything's completely kosher. All right, I stand corrected on that issue. Hey, uh, I heard you're a Redskins fan and dig pro football. I just was curious if you have any affection for the NBA too, because we in the Seattle Tacoma area are still in love with our Sonics, who were stolen. Is that correct, Sonic guy? Yes. Why well, I have no idea about basketball whatsoever. Um, as far as football, uh, it attracts me in the fact that it is the most violent sport. I mm-hmm. believe a mm-hmm. guy just had half his finger ripped off the other day. But uh, I'm more about changing the league than I am being a fan of it. I, I think the players should be given battle axes, mm-hmm. the field strewn with landmines, and uh, they should be forced to play naked. There you go. That's, that's, that's an interesting concept. Hey, I first became aware of the band from your music videos featured on the early Beavis and Butthead episodes. Was that a thrill of a lifetime that has spanned, what, thousands of years? That was, that was thousands of years ago? It, it seemed like about 25. Yeah, no, I'm talking your lifetime, the lifetime of the band. You guys oh. have been around a while. Well, you know, it's like dog years and yeah. human years and guar years. They're all very different things, you know, while, you know, I'm weighing in here at a, at a testy uh 50 billion years old. In some dog years, I'm only negative 13. So it's basically entering puberty. Um, I had Mike Judge on my show years ago, and uh, he's a good guy, and obviously he was a smart one because he made a great call on you guys. Things, did they kind of just blow up after that? Well, yeah, I mean... Stuff is always blowing up when you know when you're in Guar, and mm-hmm. we don't usually use explosives. Just things explode. Okay. Uh, our music will do that to people's heads. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Mike. Mike has always been a, a deft commentator on a socio-psychological phenomena, and um, yes, he recognized uh, the glory of Guar at an, at an early time. And um, yeah, we were pretty blown away. We're still in that uh, that video game of his, and they're apparently still people playing that Beavis and Butthead game and who can't get to the end. All right. Hey, you have a new album out, number 13 in the catalog, titled Battle Maximus. Uh, this is the first one with the new guitarist, Pus- Pustulus Maximus. Are you pumped for the sound of the new record? Oh, very, very much so. Um, we wrote it in, in tribute to our fallen scumdog brother, Flatus Maximus, and of course the Battle Maximus was uh, the auditioning process, basically, and um, mm-hmm. once Pustulus had established himself. We uh, rallied behind his uh, trademark ferocious sound and, uh, you know, just kind of let the album happen. And uh, now that it's done, it's out there, and from all reports, people's heads are exploding. Um, you know, we couldn't be more pleased with ourselves. So, uh, 
I'm usually pretty pleased with myself, of course, I'm being so great and all. <laughs> I hear you. Um, hey, there's a petition now circulating uh, in the, on the internet demanding that Guar play at this year's Super Bowl, replacing Bruno Mars. If drafted, will Guar serve their adopted country? Well, um, actually, it's for the year after this. You will have to suffer through Bruno Mars. Okay. Considering the main purpose of Guar's life is to spread pain um, I think I can't think of anything more horrible for the human race than to have to go through a, a Bruno Mars halftime show. But if how about, how about share? Approached, if we are properly approached with the correct ritual sacrifices, yes. we would consider playing for billions of dollars. Okay, well, all right. Hey, you did a few episodes as a correspondent on Red Eye for the Fair and Balanced Fox News Channel. You worked with, I think, Greg Greg Gutfeld, and I, I believe that was one of those deals, maybe, where you knew from the start it was going to end ugly. What do you think? Uh, yeah, that's exactly what it was. I mean, Greg and I knew full well that we were getting away with murder by getting odorous on a Fox TV show. Yeah. And uh, every time I appeared, um, uh, I, I basically thought it was the last time, but I... You know, it, it took him a long time to catch on. I believe there was a filibuster about it, you know. Uh, and after that, I think they finally realized uh, exactly who it was they had on their show. And uh, the, the calls just stopped coming at that point. Gotcha. In, in my show was carried for a couple years on a Fox cable channel, and I had to cash checks from Rupert Murdoch's company every few weeks. It was both embarrassing and exhilarating. I had very mixed emotions. So I don't know yes, what... Yes, but I'm sure you had no problem spending the money. So no, I'm I did not. Scared. I did not. I understand that the band now has Guar Brew and Guar Barbecue Sauce now available to the public. Who has better merch and ancillary products, Guar or Kiss? Oh, well, Kiss, definitely. I mean, that's the whole point of their band, to make money. Yep. You know, with, with Guar, we're just trying to spread our filthy virus and disease. And, and, of course, if we can do that by selling you things that you actually put inside your body, that works out pretty well. Okay, all right. Guar will be coming to Seattle, Washington on October 11th, and tickets are, I believe, still available. A few of them are. What would a concert goer expect with this tour? Should they still wear adequate rain gear and bring plenty of handy wipes? Oh, this is a terrible misconception about uh, Guar. Okay. If you've never seen the band before, I, I urge you, uh, men, strictly formal, tuxedos and top hats, and uh, women uh, usually are dressed in Civil War-era hoop skirts. Hmm. So, um, gotcha. yeah, and uh, we don't blow diseased semen all over your face. Uh, that, that must be some other band. Okay, I, I got you on that one. Well, what's been the most memorable moment to this point for Odorous, Yorongus, and the guys from Guar? Oh, well, there's so many. Pick it's one, such please. A, such a rude collection. I guess uh, meeting a multi-paraplegic, uh, uh, disabled, wheelchair-bound fan before the show who basically only could drool, and then seeing that same fan uh, crowd-surfing and then rudely hurled into the barricade where he crawled off in a messy heap. The, the funny thing is, it actually got his legs and arms working again. Hmm. That's, that must have been a miracle. That, that, that's amazing. It was a miracle. His, his head remained completely destroyed, though. It was just, uh, he was dead, basically. It was kind of just twitching. All right, super. Hey, well, I really appreciate you taking uh, moments out of your time, because I know the tour's rather hectic. Um, we're going to end this thing with the title cut off the new record, Battle Maximus. Here it is.
we'll talk to your people and see if they if they have clearance. Yeah, let's do it. All that right. Sounds like fun. Um, talk to John and when he goes, oh god, doing video interviews. You know, because usually people want to try to grab something real quick on the way to the stage. But uh, you've got an Elvis dude with an accordion. Uh, yeah, we can we can do some fun stuff. I'll throw the throw the suit on a bit early and um, and we can do some shooting. That'd be great. So uh, tell Freeman that uh, I definitely want to make that happen. All right, man. You take it easy and get get some rest. Take care. All right. Oh, long day, man. I'll rest. All right. Sleep when I'm dead. I'll talk to you later. Okay, bye. This is the Spud Goodman Radio Show. All right. Once again, and I'm ready for this, it's music time. Our very special musical guest, Stephanie Ann Johnson and her band, Smiling Jack. What's the name of this tune? This tune is called Trouble. All right. Uh-oh. It's trouble in me.
the Spud Goodman Radio Show. game goes into overtime, us germs really get our kicks. Just look at them leftovers. Yeah, lucky for us, Salmonella. These people didn't clear the table before the game started. Wait till we finish working over that chicken. Uh, that's what they get for leaving it out for two hours at room temperature. Will us germs ever score? Wait till we finish working over that chicken. 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 Uh, that's what they get for leaving it out for two hours at room temperature. Will us germs ever score? Uh, that's what they get for leaving it out for two hours at room temperature. Uh-oh. What? Here comes trouble. Come on, honey. We've got to get this table cleared and the food put away. Okay. Oh, no. Interference. They know their defense, Arnie. Gee, I'm sure glad we learned about the temperature trouble zone for germs growing on meat. Trouble zone. That's between 40 degrees and 140, right? Sal, let's make a quick pass to the kitchen. Maybe we can find some dirty platters and utensils. Sal. Salmonella. Look, a company bit me. Arnie, some of them are so busy playing games, they're not eating the hamburgers. Ah, uh, feast for us gimes when they lay around for a couple hours or more. <laughs> Guess this company loves misery. Yeah, food poisoning. Uninvited company at the company picnic. Hey, us germs was invited. Leaving cooked or raw meat lying out is an open invitation. Gee, I'm sure glad we learned about the temperature trouble zone for germs growing on meat. Yeah, I'm sure glad we learned about the temperature trouble zone for germs growing on meat. Germs growing on meat. Won't you come into my laboratory? This meat has been out for over two hours at room temperature, what we call the trouble zone, between 40 degrees and 140. Gee, I'm sure glad we learned about the temperature trouble zone for germs growing on meat. What's that chicken still doing out? What's that chicken still doing out? What's that chicken still doing out? Chicken, chicken, I've got the chicken, I've got the hungry. Too late, baby. Dinner was over hours ago. Don't you know germs can contaminate chicken when it sits out over two hours and give you food poisoning? Chicken. What's that chicken still doing out? 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 Chicken, I've got the hungry. Too late, baby. Dinner was over hours ago. Don't you know germs can contaminate chicken when it sits out over two hours and give you food poisoning? Who needs that? Gee, I'm sure glad we learned about the temperature trouble zone for germs growing on meat. Once again, here's Spud and Chick. Once again, once again, once again. Once again, once again, I said it was going to be a busy phone night, Spud. We have another call. What do you want me to do about it? You have two choices. I'm just, I'm kind of Jones in here. Yeah. I need, I need my news feeds. Breathe, or just breathe. put the call through. Okay. Hey, Spud, how are you doing tonight? Well, if you've been listening to the show, you'd know I have a major monkey on my back. I'm an addict, and my life is a living hell too. Okay. Well, that's why I'm calling. I can help you kick your habit, guaranteed, or your money back. Oh yeah, really? How, how much do you charge for your services? I don't have Lindsay Lohan or Rush Limbaugh money, man. We can talk about that later. First, let me help you. Are you ready to be cured? <laughs> cured? I don't know, I guess. Uh, how long is this going to take, number one, because I'm a very busy guy? You know, well, listen, I know from listening to this show I, it's hard to believe. But. I deal with all major addictions. Your situation with the Facebook newsfeed is very common. 
and quite easy to deal with. Did you get many people with a lint collection habit? Lately, I just can't seem to leave my parents' house before I use a lint roller all over my body, over and over and over, sometimes for a couple of hours, any lint or not. It makes me feel at peace, but it is starting to mess up my day as I'm now late for everything. I just can't yeah, put down the lint it. roller. <sighs> okay. Can I deal with one addiction at a time here? Your problem oh. from what little you shared seems to be more OCD related than a behavioral addiction. Try upping your medication. So, Bud, huh. if you call my office and make an appointment, I think it would be reasonable to expect for this problem to be taken care of in two, maybe three visits. Well, how, how much does an office visit cost? Because I really need to know before I actually commit to this thing. Okay, fine. If you must know, generally the first visit is yes. $250, yes. and follow-ups are $125. Are you serious? Only. That's that's expensive. Now, what, what's your number? Most of my clothes are getting threadbare from the lint roller. Some of my favorite rock t-shirts and band shirts are about to disintegrate. Look, look I'll think about it. Leave your number with our intern. I'm going to put you on hold right now, right? Okay, Spud, could yeah. you could you loan me $250 until next week? If I had $250, I'd just go see the woman myself tomorrow. Uh, anyway, let's wrap this show up. we got to get going here. Uh, um, can you give me my phone back? No. You know, because I'm not going to look at Facebook. I just need to return nope. some calls. Nope, 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 nope. As your friend, I can't enable your addictions, but you'll thank me later for keeping your phone for the next few days. I told Nevin to take your laptop to it. It's already gone from the studio. We'll give them both back to you after a week or what? so. What? You can do this. Just get through the next couple days. It might be hell for you, but it's the only way. Give me back my phone. I'm not going to be able to get to the Verizon uh, Store until buds, Saturday. Buds, this is not buds, funny. But we care enough about you to withstand the verbal abuse you're about to direct toward us. I know going cold turkey will challenge you like nothing ever has. When I say someday do kick my candy crush habit, I will gain great inspiration from your struggles. My therapist feels by summer I look, should be look, ready to look. give it a try. If you think you're going to be using my phone to play that freaking stupid candy crush game, you're crazy. Nah, Just give it Nevin, back. Nevin, you don't have to hide behind the desk over there. You're being a good intern here, so stay strong. Spud, can, so thank us both very soon. Can just give me a brief update on anything that's really cool that's happened in the last 15 minutes. Well, there just was the good stuff. Just one just the good stuff. There was one that did jump out. It was about this what? party and what? you were invited to this party. party but what I party? Who's said party? You'd be staying I'll home, find family, out. I'll find friends. out. I'll find out. Well, hey, were there any this. inspirational posts? Because really, that's what I could use right now. Maybe not the ones that you know make you cry, but the ones that get you all pumped up. I is really there... don't think passing out this information is in your best interest. It's just delaying what you need to do and that to get totally off the Facebook grid. It can't grid. It can be done. People can survive yeah. not having access to it. You really, you really think you can cut it's me off just by taking my stuff? I can go to the library tomorrow. Tomorrow morning and log on. There's always a way to get uh, connected. We thought about that. We just sent a request to close your account. Don't get mad, but we said you're being scooped up by the NSA and would probably never be seen again. Hopefully someday you'll be able to open up another account if you're able to meet with them down the road and have more than two pieces of ID with you. Is there... We're somebody's call? freaking calling right now? In the middle of the close? Or who is God, it? I hate who is it? Who's on the line? Is that Accordion Joe? Who, is that that who they said? Is Accordion Joe? Is, are you there? Hello? I can't even hear you. I'm I'm closing the show, dude. Hey, are you there? Yes, I'm here. It's my show, and I'm closing it. What do you want? Listen, I am not okay. So don't say anything because Never I more. am going to play a song on my accordion right now, and I swear if you hang up on me, Spud, I will drive over from Spokane tomorrow morning, and I'll play my squeeze box nonstop outside your apartment night and day until you beg for mercy. It will be pretty, Spud, so just shut up and let me Chick, play. Have you noticed that he's become a lot more aggressive lately? I wonder if they changed his meds or what. I hope this makes him happy. 
five, four, now, three, now, two, one. Okay, where was I? Screw Facebook. My paper boy's been telling me the last few months that the only people still on that site are like grandma and grandpas. He said it's so uncool, so I'm moving to one of those other apps that people under 65 use. So keep my damn phone. I was due for an upgrade, like I said, anyway, so I'm not even Hmm. worried about it. I do want my laptop back, so tell those interns, both of them, you know, while they have it, maybe see if they can get rid of some of the viruses on it. I may have picked up from checking out a a couple of those free Russian porn sites. Probably shouldn't have done it. I know this. I know this now. Hindsight. What, what, What What's this new app you're going to try? It's a private, it's a private situation. Like I said, it's for cool people, not old people like you. Oh, really? You won't tell me the site? I, I could check it out too. Like, you know, come on. Is it, is it Pinterest? Reddit? How about Bizango? Um, I need to close the show now. Now? So, yeah, right now. Do you mind? Okay. All right. So, are you good? I'm, I'm going to close this thing right now. I got your phone. I am Spud Goodman. Thank everyone for tuning in tonight. Be all that you can be, and I mean that. God bless and Adios. I'm not Facebook material, so just because I like to play Candy Crush, I am open to change. What side are you signing up for? Is it? No. Is it, Once again. Is it crunch, no. Crunchroll? You've been listening to the Spud Goodman Radio Show with Chick Hunter, a program composed almost entirely of post-consumer waste ones and zeros. The show is written and directed by Spud Goodman, produced by David Brenneman of Rosedale Audio Productions. Original music by Michael Spots and Tom Harmon. Executive producer is Lori Madsen, and associate producer is Derek Schneider. Live music production and broadcast engineering by On One at the facilities of NWCZ Radio. Musical commentaries by the folks singers in hell. Check out Spud's TV stuff on YouTube, his radio stuff on iTunes, NWCZ, or SpudGoodman.com, and follow Spud on all types of social media. Believe me, he's finally getting the hang of this stuff. Copyright 2014 Spud Goodman Productions. Join us again next week for another exercise in synergy through stakeholder teaming on the Spud Goodman Radio Show with Chick Hunter. to the Spud Goodman post-show report. We will now perform an autopsy of tonight's episode. Here is your host, Ivy Quinn. Hi, everybody. Thank you for tuning in for the post-show report. We're going to be covering all things that were the Spud Goodman radio show all previous hour. Previous hour. All right. Um, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Intervention, etiquette. Yeah. Does Emily Post have anything on that? They didn't have intervention back then. They told you to shut up and sit down. Well, because I know you're going to say that we'll do one for him, but then I'm going to be stuck handling all the details. But you know all the details. I don't. Do you have a playlist? Do you do a PowerPoint? Is there catering? Oh, you mean for the show. Oh. Well, I didn't think about that. I could pick up some, like... I don't know, sandwich things at Safeway on the way here. Do we play games like, you know, people do at baby showers? Would that make it more fun? Yeah. Let's, let's, we could shake things up. Okay. So it really won't be that hard. Nah. Piece of cake. God, everybody thinks radio is hard. This is easy. 
Okay, so I'd like to thank my lovely panel for showing up tonight. I have Derek, I have David, on one, the genteel chick hunter, and super special guest, Stephanie Ann Johnson. Yes. Hi. Thank you for staying. And she's brought her band, A Band. A Band. A Band. -band. Smiling Jack. Super. Hi. Hi. (laughs) Would you guys like to um, say hi to anybody or introduce yourselves or? Uh, sure. I mean, uh, like us? Uh, uh, yes. Uh, okay. Just reacquaint yes. the audience with who you guys are. <laughs> Shout out time. My name's Steve Stefanowitz, and I'm uh, the singer and uh, guitar player in the band Smiling Jack. Uh, and I used to drink moonshine with Stephanie. That's how we met. It's true. At the Contiki Apartments. It's true. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, and we'll get into a little more detail when we, we interview you in the interview portion of the program. But right. right now, we are going to go to Danny B. Harvey with Straight to Hell. And then we're going to serve you up some morning danger with Pluto is a Planet, which is one of my favorite science songs. And you should know that Morning Danger is going to be staging a music video shoot this Sunday, the 30th, at the 2-Bit Saloon in Seattle. So show up with clothes that can get fake blood on them and get dirty and have a good time. Said this train is going straight to hell. You sinners ride for free Won't you come along with me This train is going straight to hell Satan, he is the engineer Oh, Satan, he is the engineer Satan is the engineer He rides his train on rails of fear This train is going straight to hell This train is going straight to hell I said this train is going straight to hell Sinners ride for free Won't you take a trip with me This train is going straight to hell
This is the Spud Goodman Post Show Report. So now we are back and we have the lovely Stephanie Ann Johnson and the band Smiling Jack and they're going to do a song for us. Woo! uh, Sorry, this song is called Busted Blues. Just swell. You make me sick, sweet baby. And I can't get well. No doctor. And no nurse. And make me better. They just make me worse. I'm total down. I'm disgusted. The Spud Goodman Post Show Report. That was beautiful. Thank you. Now, are you guys going to do a second song or 
or, or are we gonna like interview you now? I think you'll just interview me now. Okay, so now begins. Yeah. The I could play music behind it. This is the interview portion of the program. <laughs> yeah, so. <laughs> but I, I do have a, a serious thing. Words, serious question. I don't want to get all TMZ on you. Right. But I heard a rumor. Word. That maybe perhaps you are kind of sort of dating someone associated with the Spud Goodman Show. Oh, my damn. Uh, it's true. It's definitely true. It's true. It's definitely true. The rumors are true? It's the not you, true. Chick. Oh. Dang, I wondered. Yeah. So, so, so can we make a big on-air reveal that <laughs> you have a, a boyfriend? Let's count it off, though. On one? <laughs> what? Congratulations uh, to you. On One and Steffi. Word. On their sweet lovey-doveyness. Getting our snuggle on. I, I'm, not, I'm not into cute personally, but even I am like not able to avoid just how adorable you guys are. I have a lot of fun. So that's nice. <laughs> and speaking of foghorns, this transitions to my next question perfectly. Formerly, you supposedly were a cruise ship singer. I was a lounge singer. And you would disappear for months, months at, a at a time. I've not been able to actually confirm this. Are you really with the CIA? Um, I, I am not with the CIA. If you were with the CIA, would you not indeed say that you were not with the CIA? If I was with the CIA, I would probably tell you that I was not with the CIA. So hmm. are you telling us that by saying you're not with the CIA and you would not say you were with the CIA, are you telling us, in fact, that you are you're making with my brain hurt. the CIA? Um, by telling you that I am not with the CIA uh, and not being with the CIA, I'm actually not with the CIA. I believe she can neither confirm nor <laughs> deny those allegations. I, I can vouch for the fact that she's not in the CIA because I'm also not in the CIA. Word. Oh, yeah. go, well, wait. wait. Then we have why to start that did all you over? guys have that secret meeting before the before the start of the show? Uh, it wasn't too secret if you knew about it. Word. All well, right. she's not in the CIA. Wait. I just wanted to make out. Wow, this is getting complicated. Can't blame you there. <laughs> and people are blushing, so I'm going to move on. Um, what's been the best thing post The Voice for you? Uh, the besides best, uh, On One. Besides my sweetheart, my sweet baboo. Um, you're welcome. Uh, besides that, I think the, the favorite thing of being home um, is just, you know, playing music with people I like. Like, you can't beat that. I mean, you can play for 15 million people with, you know, a bunch of musicians who you've never met, you've never had a beer with, never smoked a joint with these people, don't know these people, don't know who their ex-girlfriend is, haven't seen the drama. You know what I mean? Or I can play with people who I used to drink moonshine with. I mean, that's how that goes. That's, that's, that's very, very awesome. Do you, do you guys see why I like her so much? <laughs> well, yeah. What's not to like? She's the jello of girlfriends. What's not to like? That's one way to put it. What, no, Jello, Jello was there's always room for more. I'm mixing up my commercials. I, apo for Jello. I apologize. Um, so thank you very much for staying. Thank you, Smiling Jack, for playing. And Steffi, if you have time, would you stick around and be part of our panel when we discuss things? Sure. Yeah. Cool. Thank you, Derek. 
I believe yeah. this means now you can tell this us is, about your first cue? clip. All right. So our first clip comes from the uh, Jim O'Hare interview uh, talking about, uh, well, being well endowed. All right. Um, okay. So as, as fans of the show, which we are, um, we're aware, I don't know if the rest of America is aware, that uh, Jerry Gergich, uh you know, he gets abused by everyone in the cast. Everybody's aware of that, and they demean him horribly. But the backstory to Jerry, which uh, some of us find fascinating, is he has a hot wife and a reputation for having a massive penis. Is that accurate? That is absolutely accurate. The way that this came to be was one of the writers happened to be standing next to me at the urinal. And this, oh. this is where the first line came from. Yeah, sure. That's the story I'm going with. Absolutely. I'd stick with that one. Absolutely. Okay, all right. I'm going to um, use that one. <laughs> Darn it, when you said well-endowed, I thought you meant he had a trust fund. Well, I feel like this is getting turning into a very TMZ episode. We're talking about dating and, you know, confirming or denying rumors and... Endowments? Endowments, yeah. Okay, so why did you pick that clip, Derek? <laughs> I just thought it was... I just thought it was funny. I thought penis envy was for girls. Huh. I I'm a guy, so I can't really... Uh, you can neither confirm nor deny. Yeah. Okay. No one's it, ever it, it might been have been an, of me. It might have been an aspirational uh, clip. Did you ever know that you're my hero? Was that kind of what happened? The wind beneath my wings thing, kind of thing. <laughs> His bat wings. Okay, so Spud would like Moving to plug on. a show now Good at choice, the new Garrett. frontier Saturday night. Featuring The Purrs, Trees and Timber, People Under the Sun, and DJ Melodica. Yeah. And, and Spud would like to add also that not only are Trees and Timbers great, but he is honored to be able to bring what you're going to the world oh, premiere. Oh, yeah. So the show starts at 9, and, it sh and, and in honor of the show, we are playing a world premiere. This is Trees and Timber with a new song titled Good is in the Graveyard. Say what? And then we'll have I Defy with Get Me Back to Vegas.
Once again, here is your host, Ivy Quinn. Okay, we're back, and I believe it is already time for another clip. Is it that time again? <laughs> it is. All right. It just so, uh, flies. <laughs> Spud's, uh, Spud's clip of the week. You know, with uh, April sneaking up on us here uh, in just a week, less than that. Oh, my, that's April. That's April. April's here. And so to uh, honor the coming of April... <laughs> We decided to air a spring break clip. Let's go ahead and roll that. I'm from America, USA. We're back-to-back World War champs. Undisputed World War champions. Undisputed. Well, what's your favorite thing about America? You get to do whatever you want, whenever you want. What's the best thing about America? The men. Southern Bells, man. You know what Southern Bell is? Southern Bell, yeah. A it's Southern a singing Bell. ring, like, you know, on ships. There's, no, 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 no. Southern Bells oh, are doorbells. females. No, they're females. Oh, females. Females from the South. Finest women, your classiest women, are from the South. Favorite thing about America? Babes and beers. Sure. What's your favorite thing about America? Shaking my ass. Favorite thing about America? Confederate States of America. Confederate States of fucking America, 1861 to Tobacco and beer and sex. And because he's smart? Ugh. And because America is smart. What's the best thing about America? Um, freedom. Freedom. We're fucking free. I hate penis. I'm not lie. It's so gross. I'm a cute vagina. Now, if I shave and wash every single day, then you should. So what's your favorite thing about America, Ivy? Freedom, snuff, and alley cats. That's a, good, that's a good list. No. Oh. What? I like having choices. We're Americans. We're from America, goddammit. Those people make me sad for my country, and I think I would rather emigrate to Iceland because I would rather put my delicate bits in a state of perpetual permafrost than claim to be country Wait, people with these people. But isn't Iceland green? And Greenland's the one that's icy. It's also cold. I don't, like, I'm not scared of the, woo, America people. They're mm. people. I'm not scared They're of them. I'm pretty sure I can them. take them. I'm just not enjoying their company. I think the public school system failed them. I think public school mm-hmm. system, mom and dad, Prescription drugs, over-the-counter medications, and beer, alcohol. I think I think they've been failed for a lot. And you know what's weird is when I drink, I get smarter and prettier. So I don't know what happened to these guys. Yeah, weird. Um, you get a lot prettier to me when I drink. Oh, you're so sweet. Well, Thank you. Get this you. man a beer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next, we have the late great Big Wheel Stunt Show with Bad Thing. Oh, and then we have Nana Whitman with 28. I got 
gonna turn 28 he's no Jimi Hendrix Morrison or Kurt Cobain he put twins in a girl she won't kill him for the world I hope he finds a way to change her mind before it's too late my brother's gonna turn 28 what a mediocre fate my mother's gonna turn 54 my dad'll just hit the same age some 12 days before Met each other in the fourth grade She thought the love would never fade He left for five years when he decided he was bored My mother's gonna turn 54 I wish I'd talk to her a little more My little brother's never gonna die Kinda kid who always has that look in his eyes Said he's gonna learn Spanish So he went and learned Spanish Went down to Argentina Never had to ask him why My little brother's never gonna die I miss him and it makes me wanna cry I keep my mouth shut when I go back home Doesn't even have a name We never talk to her or let her play in any of our games I've always wished that I could see her Even wish that I could be her I don't really have a sister But I think that it's a shame My sister doesn't even have a name Somehow it seems like it was prearranged My 
My best friend, he died at 23 It used to be that he was always older than me We got to drinking cheap bourbon on the top of my suburban Skip school to get high and talk about his poetry My best friend, he died at 23 I wonder if it really set him free Spud Goodman post-show report with Ivy Quinn will return in just a moment. Welcome back to the Spud Goodman post-show report. And once again, it is clip time. Yes. Uh, this week, uh, we, I've, I felt very obligated to throw this one in here with the uh, passing of Dave Brocky. That was sad. A.K.A. Odor very Shirungus. sad news. Uh, so we're going to run a clip from that interview. Good. And, uh, Good call, Derek. Yep. Hey, you did a few episodes as a correspondent on Red Eye for the Fair and Balanced Fox News Channel. You worked with, I think, Greg Greg Gutfeld, and I, I believe that was one of those deals, maybe, where you knew from the start it was going to end ugly. What do you think? Uh, yeah, that's exactly what it was. I mean, Greg and I knew full well that we were getting away with murder by getting odorous on a Fox TV show. Yeah. And uh, every time I appeared... Um, uh, I, I basically thought it was the last time, but I, you know, it, it took him a long time to catch on. I believe there was a filibuster about it, you know. Uh, and after that, I think they finally realized uh, exactly who it was they had on their show, and uh, the, the calls just stopped coming at that point. Gotcha. And my show was carried for a couple years on a Fox cable channel, and I had to cash checks from Rupert Murdoch's company every few weeks. It was both embarrassing and exhilarating. I had very mixed emotions, so I don't know. Yes, what... but I'm sure you had no problem spending the money. So no, I did not. Okay. I did not. That was kind of a coup, sneaking onto Fox like that. If you ever get a chance, watch some of those clips. Because yeah. Because they are they're gold. I, I, I YouTubed a couple of them. Yeah. I I actually got the pleasure of uh, meeting the mighty odorous Yorongus himself uh, at their show here in Seattle. We got invited to come with... Uh, Accordion Joe and meet them backstage and talk yeah, them. so th that's something people can watch. Video podcast number five, I believe it was posted on January twenty fourth, and you can watch that free. Check it out on iTunes um, or go to the Spud Goodman website, and um, you can find it there too. Uh, how was that? It was it was something else. <laughs> seeing seeing them in full regalia standing there. Was it, was... it like a really really? They're so tall. 
with you know especially with yes. the accoutrement they have was it mm-hmm. like a really scary chorus girl or something <laughs> not quite what it what was, what was it like I, I i guess you could equate it to walking onto the set of a horror like a 80s horror movie and just like what am i looking at steffi if you were ever gonna go full-on performance art what would you do um i think if i was gonna go full-on performance art I would have to do something like a little bit ridiculous. With fire. Not necessarily fire. I would just like to come up with the most racist idea that I could think of and wait to see if somebody would call me on it. Would, would it be racist to anybody in particular or are you just like whatever is the best racist idea wins? Um, I mean, I, th- I mean, it would have to be some kind of like black thing, but I would just like to, you know, make make white people uncomfortable. That's fun. And then see and the nervous and laughter ensue. Just see the like. <laughs> is it is it okay to laugh at this? Yeah, word. Just wait to see. Can, that we, can we get like a little green light when we can clap? <laughs> Something like that. Hell. That'd be a white light. <laughs> that's that's a little subversive, and I, I like just, it. You know, like music is. You know, music is. You know, these days, like it's like eighty percent light show. You know, like mm. crazy lights and things that flash at you. And well, it's marketing. They, Everybody's didn't they pull yeah. all those Japanese cartoons off for giving people seizures. Like, don't people stroke out at these shows? I think maybe the copious amounts of marijuana oh, okay. counteract that effect. Okay, so but you're. you're I haven't me gotten that, my grant yet, so you're keep hoping me that people. people get stoned to listen to Coldplay. Does that make it better? Dude, I thought people got stoned to do everything. Word. I'm pretty sure That's like true. the local parish priest lights up a blunt before he goes in for confession. You know, what, what is it good. he puts in that sensor that he swings around? Oh, that's a good question. Yeah. You know, um, if you had a lot of bicyclists attending your concert, they could all get up on the stage with those annoying strobe lights and that would be your light show. They could. Wow. I'm, I'm, I'm making you, a Dave. note, note taking, like here's pen on paper noise. And I will send that on to management. That one. Maybe mm. Britney Spears could use that in Las Vegas in her act. Like, you have all the bicyclists up there. Well, we'll just have to wait and see. As she lip syncs. (gasps) I know. You you have a personal aversion to lip syncing. I do. (laughs) Maybe you could, like, add to, like, the theater aspect of it and make it just a bunch of fat people riding bicycles with those strobe lights on there. Well, you know, if there were, like, I do, I mean, I do like chubby boys. Like, you've, you've seen it. So, like... Like fat people, they'd have to have like a certain amount of body hair though. Well, can we paint couldn't them? we just get the bears that wear the little tiny hats like Shriners? Oh, no, no. Or I do you want, want like, bears? I want, okay. you want, we could get bears, like big gay bears with I nipple would, piercings. I, I am behind that. Word. And now we're going to bring you Chick, you're taking some notes, music. right? I am. I, I would not discourage any of it. <laughs> <laughs> this is Cody Foster Army. The, the Cody Foster Army, sorry, titled Holy Colonoscopy. And then it's Opus Orange with Crystal Clear.
Yeah. I heard in the first hour your lovely confession admission regarding what? lint rollers. Yeah. That's not why I lent that to you, but congratulations. You may keep it now. I was going to give it back. No, thank you. Don't want it. You sure? Um, let me think. No. Yeah, no. Okay. No, no, I, 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 I was wondering, do you think in like 25 years we're all going to go to the casino and see Daft Punk and, or Skrillex? Maybe. That would be kind of scary. I mean, I never thought I wanted to see the Rolling Stones at a casino. I mean, why would anybody want to go see Def Punk at a casino? Well, because it's in the world, Chick. Uh-huh. Things happen. There are beginnings. There are growth. There's growth. And that's when people get strong. And then sometimes they fade a little. You sound like you're talking to me after my cat died. Well, it's kind of like that, sweetie. Oh. The, um, the, the circle of life in entertainment is uh, it's complicated and it's not easy. It's like in some cultures, they used to send the old people out in the winter to die. Word. And that's kind of what casino music is. Kind of. Thank you. I mean, actually, that that is what cruise ships are. They send old people out to die. I mean, that that happened quite a lot when I was going to a So they get a water funeral. Cool. No, actually. What they do, right, is, you know, they die on the ship. They take all the flowers out of the cold storage, and that's where they store the body. And then when they get to the next Alaskan port there, they they just report it to the Coast Guard. Oh, cool. Oh, if, oh, if, if I were dying on a cruise ship, I want to be buried at sea, damn it. I will throw you overboard myself, Dave. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. Oh, oh, we got a call. Just make sure I'm dead. Yeah, we got a call now. Might as well, might as well take it. They're clogging up our phone we line. We didn't even give out the number. How'd they get it? I don't know. It's a, I think it's the station number. Now listen, you can find it on the net. That means a lot more telemarketers bugging us. I hope this is not another another one of them. Uh, caller, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, am I on the air? Yeah. Um, what's on your mind? Wow, wow, right off the bat, I, I can say you are way more professional than that hack, but good news. No, you know, he never you. asked me how I'm doing or what's on my mind. Yeah. Well, she didn't ask you how you were doing. Your voice sounds real familiar. Have you called before? Well, this is my first call to the post show report or, or whatever you guys call this thing. Well, look, look, I wanted to register my complaint that once again this week that ignorance and bad excuse for a talk show always complaints. One word about last week's exciting auto club four hundred SRS in Montana, California. Now, how does it happen, people? Come on. I, I I I am sorry that you're not satisfied, but I don't think Spud's really into auto racing. Um, I think it has something to do with his low testosterone level. Um, yeah, well, I've heard it's really low. I, I mean, this is NASCAR guy. He's called Spud all the time. Oh. We don't take his calls anymore. How, how'd you get through our screener tonight? Good job. Wait, wait a why do you guys keep playing this Formula One racing sound when I call? I mean, would you guys keep playing tuba sounds if there was a concert violinist calling in? Yes. Come on, it's disrespectful, you know. I mean, we don't consider Formula One real racing anyways. Formula drivers come from France or, or Italy. Hey. I, I think Formula One drivers get better looking trophy-wise. It's Formula, not even close. Uh-huh. And and I have family in Italy, so thank you for calling so Mr. NASCAR Guy. Well, wait, wait, but, but you, you don't have a real name if, if you're interested at all. Nope. No, is it no, Uriah? I don't think anyone here in the studio is interested. Ivy, is it Paul? Is it John? Ivy, this is what... Is it Rumpelstiltskin? <gasps> it might be. This is where you hang up on him, Ivy. How, how do I do that? Just <laughs> tell on one of the board to cut him off. Just like point. Hold on, hold on. You see, you guys aren't going to at least acknowledge Kyle Bush's thrilling victory? Shrub. Come on, guys. Are you kidding no, me? No, no. On one. 
You know, I can kind of sympathize with him, you know, with the way he's disrespected about his no, respect for racing, with the way you can't. guys disrespect me oh, about Australian know? rules football. No, you can't. Go Lions. And it is music. Football? It is music time again. How about Mojo Nixon and Skid Roper with Have Love Will Travel? And then a song from the central figure of the documentary film Searching for, Sh- for Sugarman. I love that one. Rodriguez with I Wonder.
evening we had the lovely lovely effervescent stephanie ann johnson bubbly if you did not see the voice the camera loved that woman i mean she lit up the screen like a diamond i mean she was beautiful she is beautiful thank you yes and uh thank you to derek and dave and on one and nevin and chick and um i felt special getting to break that uh TMZ gossip news. Word. So when you, you know, if you have any other juicy tidbits, let me know. That's how they'll be delivered <laughs> via slide whistle. <laughs> I mean, I got, I, I, I've been confused about something. I don't understand. Why do they call it artificial insemination? I mean, you're inseminated or you're not. There's nothing artificial about it, is there? Well, sweetie, the semination's real. But how they're uh-huh. sticking it in is is a kind of special journey involving the lady parts in a turkey baster. Is Bam. A, is this a, whistle. another one of those, like when my cat died, another grown-up story you're trying mm-hmm. to tell me? It is, yes. honey. Why don't we get ice cream after the show and I can explain it then. So okay. true. All so right. True. You can get sprinkles. I'll give you a hug. Jerry Garcia. So thank you again, Stephanie, for being here tonight. And we're going to go out with another Tacoma, proud Tacoma. Super. You know, we're really lucky to get to claim you as part of our town. Uh, Word. I like that. That's cool. We have Bing Crosby with (gasps) Play a Simple Melody. Oh, yeah. I want to play some simple melody. Like my mother sang to me One with a good old-fashioned harmony Play some simple melody Musical demon, set your honey a dream And won't you play me some rag? Just change that classical nag To some sweet, beautiful drag If you will play from a copy Of a tune that is choppy You'll get all my applause And that is simply because I want to listen to rag Musical demon, set your honey dreams And won't you play me some rag Just change that classical mother To some sweet, beautiful drag If you will play from a copy of a tune that is choppy You get all my applause And that is simply because I won't listen to rag
musical demons that you play some simple play me some rags my mother sang to me beautiful drag We'll play from a copy um, of a two-night choppy. You get all my applause. And that is simple some simple melody. Play from a copy of a two-night choppy. You get all of my applause because I want a ragged, ragtime melody. The Spud Goodman Post Show Report is written and directed by Spud Goodman. Produced by David Brenneman of Rosedale Audio Productions. Executive producer, Lori Madsen. Audio engineer, On One, at the facilities of NWCZ Radio. Audio highlights, Derek Schneider. Our interns are Joseph Haley, Digital Operations, and Nevin Smith, In-Studio Production. Theme music composed and performed by Brian J. Martin. Copyright 2014, Spud Goodman Productions. David Brenneman speaking. Be sure to tune in next week at this time for another adventure in broadcast forensics on the Spud Goodman Post Show Report. Report.